like to welcome you to our Sunday morning service, especially those of you that are joining us by the way of the internet. We thank God for your presence. And uh, please pray for us as we pray for you. And if you'd like to find your place in Psalms chapter 26. Psalms chapter 26. And the title of the message is Faith and Holiness. And we're going to be looking at a proper response to slander with uh, the political debates that are taking place across our country that are firing up and we see different people accusing other people of different things and we see their responses and things like that and and it goes far beyond just face to face. You know, you see it in the news all day long. This person responded to what that person said and things like that. But, you know, uh, we, we live in a day where no one, no one, not just politicians, but no one wants to be judged for anything. No one wants their actions to be challenged. Uh, have you ever heard someone say, how dare you judge me? You know, who, who are you to, to, to judge me? And, you know, we're, we're living in similar times as the book of Judges where, every, I mean, the overwhelming sentiment of the day is to do whatever's right in your own eyes. Uh, and, and that sentiment ranges all the way from the White House down to the poor house. Uh, and uh, th th there's no, there, I mean, it's got such a, a broad range there that it affects people. And children are told that you can be whoever or whatever they want to be. And no one has the right to judge them. Just because a person thinks that no one can judge them. And, and anybody's allowed to think that. That doesn't make it right, by the way. And it does not exempt them from the judge of the earth. In Psalm 7 and verse 11 it says, God judgeth the righteous. That, that's the righteous. That's, that's those that have put their faith in Him, believed in Him. He judgeth them. So if you're a Christian, you are being judged. God is judging you. But then it goes on to say, and God is angry with the wicked every day. Well, you can't judge me, oh God. No, but I'm angry with you. And he does judge you, by the way. Let's read here in Psalms 26. And we're looking at a proper response, a godly response to slander. This is something that affects everybody underneath the sound of my voice. Uh, whether you're listening by the way of the internet or you're sitting in the building today, you will be affected by this. But God expects us to respond in a proper way. And here we're given how to do that in Psalms chapter 26. In verse 1 it says, Judge me, O Lord, for I have walked in mine integrity. I have trusted also in the Lord. Therefore I shall not slide. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my reins and my heart. For thy loving kindness is before mine eyes, and I have walked in thy truth. I have not sat with vain persons, neither will I go in with dissemblers. I have hated the congregation of evildoers and will not sit with the wicked. I will wash my hands in innocency, so will I compass thine altar, O Lord, that I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all thy wondrous works. Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house and the place where thine honor dwelleth. 
Gather not my soul with sinners, nor my life with bloody men, in whose hands is mischief, and their right hand is full of bribes. But as for me, I will walk in mine integrity, redeem me, and be merciful unto me. My foot standeth in an even place, and the congregations will I bless the Lord. In this psalm, we see that David is responding to slander. And I want you to notice who he turns to when he's slandered. He doesn't turn and face the enemy and say, I'll show you. No, we're going to see here a proper response to slander. You know, nowadays people go to social media to respond to slander. You turn on the news and, 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 and all you hear is, well, so-and-so tweeted their response to what so-and-so said about them yesterday. And then the news anchors will spend countless minutes and time debating over what they think the tweet meant. Man, what a waste of time. You know, it's like, man, I'm going to show them, you know, uh, here's a little thumbs down and a frowny face and a little mad face, and boy, that'll show them, won't it? (laughs) Man, that's so silly. You know, we don't have the specific occasion of this psalm, but some Bible scholars have suggested that this psalm was written by David in response to being accused in the involvement of the murder of one of King Saul's sons. But God doesn't give us the very specific details here. Therefore, we can apply this to any time we are wrongly accused or slander is brought against us. If you've never been lied about, if you've never been misrepresented, if you've never been slandered or talked bad about, then just hang around. I promise you it's coming. And the only reason you don't know about it is because you don't know about it, but I promise you somebody's already done that. You know, these things ought not to happen, especially among saved people. But unfortunately, it happens. It happened to David, a man after God's own heart. He was not spared from slander. It happened to Jesus. Boy, then they talk bad about him. It happened to the prophets. It happened to Paul. It happened to many others. And it's going to happen to all of us. And 2 Timothy 3.12, it says, Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. And slander is a form of persecution because it's meant to hurt you. It's meant to stop you. It's meant to cause you to get distracted from what God would have you to do. So I'd like to draw your attention here to verses 1 through 3 as we look at David's response. David's response to slander. And in verse 1 it says, Judge me, O Lord, for I have walked in mine integrity. I have trusted also in the Lord, therefore I shall not slide. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my reins and my heart, for thy loving kindness is before mine eyes, and I have walked in thy truth. You see, David did not respond to those who listened to the slander or those that was repeating the gossip that they had heard. He didn't even address those that had slandered him. He did not go to Twitter or Facebook to see how many thumbs up or likes uh, he would get to help him feel better about his situation. 
You see, David had no concern here over those that did not like him or those that did not approve of him. But he was only worried about one thing, and that was pleasing the Lord. God had promised him the throne, and God would be the one to keep him on the throne. Look who David responded to. Like I said, most of the time when we hear stuff, we, we want to straighten it out. And we want to go either to the source or let the person know that's telling us what somebody else said. We want to let them know real quick. And then we want to voice our displeasure and all these things like that. But you better be careful of that. All that can become sin on your part. You may not have slandered someone. You may be the one getting slandered, but your response can become sin in the eyes of God. Who did David respond to when he was misrepresented, when he was lied about, when he was slandered? Who did he respond to? Look at verse 1. Judge me, O Lord. <laughs> you know who he's appealing to? Do you know who he's responding to? He's responding to the one that knows him. He's responded to the one that knows the truth behind all things. You see, man doesn't know the truth. Uh, David could have went around and tried to find people who would believe his side of the story. And and, and you know what? He would have found a few people that, that would have done that. Uh, but no, he went straight to the judge uh, who presides over those uh, who are running their mouth uh, and David. <laughs> he went straight to them. He responded to the judge. Uh, he responded... Uh, to the Lord. Why? Because you can't lie to God. Oh, you can try, but you're not going to fool him. You see, the slanderers can misrepresent your intentions. They can twist your words to suit your agenda or their agenda there. And they can come at you and uh, with, with total made-up stories. And they can cause others to, to even believe them. Uh, but they can't sway God. You know, and now, in these days, we got to be more, we got to be concerned with AI. And how people will use that tool to put words in other people's mouth to make them say things they didn't even say. But all throughout the Bible, we see this happening and taking place. Oh, king, you need to lock up old Jeremiah. He's trying to scare the soldiers down there with all that thus saith the Lord and all that negative preaching. You need to lock him up, you know. You need to, you need to get him to be quiet. Uh, hey, there was nothing negative about what Jeremiah was preaching. As a matter of fact, the Lord was giving them mercy and, and giving them a way to stay alive even though judgment was coming against them. But they twisted all that and they paid the price for it. Oh, king, them three Hebrew children down there, they, they don't want to bow the knee. You know, they said they ain't bowing no knee down to anybody except their God. Oh, king, that Daniel over there, you know, that one you put over everything, well, he's disobeying your commandments. You know, you said that nobody could ask petition of any other person or any other God except you for a certain amount of days there, but, you know... He ain't listening. Oh, rulers, those disciples there, they're they trying to stir up the people with all that preaching about Jesus. Oh, magistrates, that Paul and his bunch, they causing an uproar in the city, but it wasn't Paul. It was the wicked people that he was preaching to that caused the uproar. When we're faced with these type situations, then we're going to have to respond 
in a godly way. Who did Jesus respond to? Think about this. In light of the greatest slander of all time against our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who did he respond to? You know what he said? He said, Father. When man had done its worst, when Jesus had been misrepresented, lied about, falsely accused, who did he respond to? He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Who did David respond to? He responded to the Lord. You know, God knows the truth. Only God can give you peace in those times. No person or no little heart shape or no thumbs up can give you the grace and peace that you need like the Lord can. Number one, we see David's response. He responded to the Lord. Number two, I want you to see his appeal. His appeal. Look at verse 3. In verse 3, he says, For thy loving kindness is before mine eyes, and I have walked in thy truth. Those who had set out to destroy David, they didn't show him any kindness. And that's no slanderer is going to show you any kindness. But David could rely on the loving kindness of the Lord. And that's what he's appealing to. He's appealing to the loving kindness of the Lord. Oh, we can look at the cruelty of others and we can allow ourselves to just get tore up over how mean somebody could be or by what someone said. Or we can just look to the one that loves us and gave himself a, a ransom for our sins. In Hebrews 4.15 it says, For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Can I ask you to go back in time and just think about a time that you were misrepresented? Maybe you was lied about or maybe somebody twisted your words and, and somebody made something out of something that, that really just had no business getting into and did you give God the glory did you look to him or did you try to straighten it out did you appeal to the loving kindness of God or did you just go right back to that person better be careful I've had people show me post I don't do social media but I've had people that have shown me posts supposedly of Christian people who are on different social media programs and that post things like this world is so cruel people are just so mean and I'll be honest with you I know who that was directed at but what a shame and what a disgrace to our Lord and Savior why wouldn't that person instead of saying things like that why wouldn't they just give God the glory why, why would they not just say, God is so good to me? <laughs> he hasn't treated me the way I deserve. Woo! You better be careful exposing your sin on Facebook or any other social media to whoever will listen to you. You better be careful giving likes and thumbs up to people who are robbing God of the glory that's due their name 
Because all you're doing is enabling them to sin against God. You better be careful. You ever heard of aiding and abetting? That also works in helping people sin. In Matthew 12, 36, it says, But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. That means at the judgment seat of Christ, Jesus is going to pull up every idle word, every time that we could have turned to Him and looked to Him for help, and we chose to look at some negative circumstance instead of looking unto Jesus, when we appealed to others instead of just trusting the Lord and giving Him the glory, He's going to pull all that up. Look, I want us to have a good day at the judgment seat of Christ. Some of you should probably go ahead and just apologize to the Lord right now for some past things that you've done. God gave us this passage here to help us walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Our theme verse, that's our theme verse for the year, by the way. You see, God expects us to respond like David, like Jesus, and like others that we have in the Bible. And He expects us to appeal to the Lord's loving kindness when others misrepresent us. Number three, I'd like for us to look at David's resolve. We see his resolve here. What are we to do when it seems like others are against us? Well, over in the book of Nehemiah, there, there was two there. They, they were called Sanballat the Horonite and Tobiah the servant. They came up against Nehemiah. And what they do, they misrepresented Nehemiah and those that were trying to get the wall built. And, and what were they ultimately trying to do? They were trying to distract Nehemiah. They were trying to stop the work of God. And can I just say that people will always find someone to serve their purpose. You got Sanballat the Horonite and Tobiah the servant, the enabler. You'll always find someone that'll serve your purpose. Sanballat found a Tobiah the servant who just joined him in his endeavor to stop the man of God from doing the work of God. But here's a good thought. You better be careful who you become servant to. Huh? Tell me about that. What did they say? Oh, they should have never done that. You better be careful becoming a servant. An enabler. You know, Nehemiah didn't fall for that slander. You know what he did? He just looked to God. The one that enabled him in the first place. And the Bible says they finished the wall in 52 days. Those same like-minded people did the same thing to Zerubbabel and those that were building the temple. But God sent Haggai and he sent Zechariah to encourage them to just look to the Lord. Look to his strength. Look to the one that's called you. Oh, the one that spared you. The one that's brought you to this point. Uh, Look to him and they finished the work that God had gave them to do. But here in Psalms 26, we see David's resolve. That though he was being mistreated, misrepresented, he was being slandered, he resolved to just keep living for God. How many people have gotten out of church over what somebody else has said to them? 
or that's the excuse they used to not come back. In verse 4 here in Psalms 26, it says, I have not sat with vain persons, neither will I go in with dissemblers. I have hated the congregation of evildoers and will not sit with the wicked. How many Christians have sit in on a social media post uh, enabling someone else to sin against God uh, instead of encouraging them to just give God the glory or encourage them, hey, just look to the Lord. David says, I don't waste my time nor the Lord's time with vain persons or dissemblers. Look at verse 6 now. He says, I will wash my hands in innocence, so will I compass thine altar, O Lord. He understood that, hey, he wouldn't be able to do what God expected of him, and he wouldn't be able to go up to the altar if he had sin in his own life. Why? So that I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all thy wondrous works. He didn't want anything to interfere with him being able to publish the great and mighty works of God. Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house and the place where thine honor dwelleth. David said, I'm just going to keep doing right. Why? So that I can approach the altar. So I can give thanks unto the Lord. You know, if you allow yourself to be disturbed by other people's comments, you know what it's going to do? It's going to hinder you from being an effective witness for the Lord. Not only that, but it's going to hinder you from being thankful. It's going to hinder you from praising God. You see, our focus will become inward. We'll just be looking at ourselves instead of looking upward. David said, I just want to tell others of all of God's wondrous works. I'm not going to waste my time with that stuff. Even though they slandered him, David said, I'm just going to resolve to honor the Lord. He honored the Lord, we saw in his response. He honored the Lord. He didn't look to the ones that were doing it, the one that brought him the gossip and become an enabler, you know. No, he just looked to the Lord. He honored the Lord in his appeal. He chose to focus on God's loving kindness rather than the slander of the wicked. He honored the Lord in his resolve to just keep living for him. He didn't let the evil intents of others stop him from doing what God had put in his heart to do. Number four, lastly, we see David's deliverance. Look with me in verse 11. But as for me, I will walk in mine integrity. Redeem me and be merciful unto me. My foot standeth in an even place. In the congregations will I bless the Lord. You see, David didn't look for the slanderers to change their mind. Or, 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 you know, to give him a a little heart shape or a like or something. He didn't look for them to change. He he didn't look to get the approval of those around him or the approval of man. David's hope and David's deliverance would come through the mercy of God. We see here that man showed him no mercy. And, And even if someone would have been merciful to him, that mercy has limitations. 
but the mercy of the Lord endureth forever. Lord, you redeem me. God, you deliver me. Even though others still thought bad of David and had not changed their mind, David was free in the Lord. Nehemiah was free to keep working on the wall. Why? Because he looked to the Lord. David had no problem blessing the Lord even though others cursed him. He says, My foot, verse 12, standeth in an even place. In the congregations will I bless the Lord. You see, his heart and conscience was clear. If you're here today and you've never been delivered from the guilt of your sin, then why don't you ask God to save you? Why don't you ask Jesus to redeem you? No religion or no other person can redeem you. Only God can save you. Jesus died on the cross. He was buried and He rose again for your justification. And He is the only one that can save you. He bore all your ugly sins, all your negative comments in His body. God loves you so much that He gave His only begotten Son to suffer and die for your sins. And God wants you to believe on Him. Would you be free today? Would you call on the Lord and be saved? Christian, are you walking worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing? You know, because if you, you're going to do that, then you're going to have to respond in a right way to slander. David and many others in the Bible and Jesus responded in a way that gave God the glory. If you've been one of those enablers maybe or assisted others to sin against God or to allow them to continually just mull up all these things that, 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 that's been happening to them instead of pointing them to God and say, hey, give God the glory. And can I just say you need to repent of that and you better confess it to God because He's just and faithful and He will forgive you and give you the victory.